Welcome, everybody, to episode 28 of Halfway to Heroes. Sorry for the delay on this one, but no worries. I'm sure it's going to be a very fun one. Uh, we're going to kick it off with an amazing recap of episode 27. Uh, Dustin won some by John. Um, yeah, Johnny's going to do it. What? Yeah, <laughs> Johnny, what happened in episode 27 of Halfway to Heroes that we recorded about eight weeks ago? Uh, we went to Glassburn, uh, all Trex's hometown. Represent. We went through <laughs> a triangle mountain door. I can't remember the I can't remember the first guy we talked to, but he insulted all Trex by calling him a throwaway bot. It was uh, oh no, that was not the guy. That was a scientist. Oh, well, scientist at the center, and it was fucking Merlin who kept pushing the subject about it to find out if I was a junk bot or not. Hey, but in the end, I made it. You know, you kind of brought a full circle, but you, you you like you shivved me a little there. <laughs> you know, got uh, shiv a little to give a little, man. <laughs> And then we met up with Bergeron, which was Altrex's mentor, and he straight up told us they had the orb, and then in order for us to get the orb from them, we had to go to Owl's Peak to get the Fire Ruby so they can keep their forges going and we could take the orb back. And then we were devising a plan to, I don't know if we were trying to overtake Owl's Peak, <laughs> I'm surprised he's still going. I know. You got I'm it. really surprised. He got so it. long ago and he got so much. I picked the he right did. person. But yeah, I think that's where we left off. We're trying to decide what to do to go to Al's we Peak and retrieve this shit. Heist it or just. There were two plans on the table. Call him out to a wrestling match. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so the reason that they took back their Fire Ruby was because. They thought it was not one. fair that a Warforged one uh, from Al, uh, Glassburn. Uh, so Glassburn and Al's Peak had this like annual um, uh, MWE uh, huge wrestling event where it's like a Royal Rumble where it's five versus five. And whoever wins just gets a little bit of gold and like some bragging rights. But they were mad that Al's Peak was mad that a Warforged from uh, Glassburn won. They didn't think it was fair because how heavy they are. Is this their first annual wrestling match? No, this has actually been going on for a couple of years now. So have they used nothing but Warforges before? No, they've never. There's never been a Warforged in before this year, and then this year a Warforged winning, or it was the first year a Warforged was in it, and then the Warforged happened to win. Ah, um, so you know they were upset about that. They didn't think that you know how heavy they were. It wasn't fair because you got to like th- you got to like throw the other one out of the ring and stuff. And then, uh, yeah, you guys left off with thinking a couple different plans at the very end of episode 27. Um, you guys wanted to, there's pretty much two things. One, you wanted to either challenge them to a wrestling ring, offer up either your orb for a fire ruby. So whoever wins gets to keep the other, <laughs> or, um, you guys wanted to like heist it out. I'm pretty sure Merlin wanted to give all of our orbs. For the fire, that yeah. was the suggestion. Lost. Merlin said we put all the orbs up. <laughs> I mean, it's a sweet deal to entice the pot, but I think it's a little overkill. Well, I mean, we wouldn't have done that. Just, <laughs> you just tell them. What if we like? What if we went to what? What's the town leader's name over now? Speak Remus. Remus. What if we went to him and told him like, 
whatever, whatever the what's the Boar Forge name? Who won? Uh, Uncle like? Scott. Uncle Scott. What if we just went and told him like Uncle Scott was cheating? It was on like steroids or something. And it wasn't unfair. And they just like, you know, they got the title back. And maybe he bagged. Okay. What what would and steroids look like for a Warforge? Like a a floppy like a floppy disk. You like download it. Or what know? if it's like nanobots? Nanobots. That's I like better. that. That's better. Maybe we just apologize. Sorry you got weak contenders who got little flabby arms. Let's trade all tricks. Say, here, you can have your own Warforged. <laughs> Excuse me. No, I couldn't get rid of that shiny butt. <laughs> you need to study that butt and figure out how to make it. Green fire. Oh, yeah, we also found out that uh, all tricks and Clyde are brothers. Yes. <laughs> or half-brothers or something. Yes. We are trying to figure out how to make green fire. Yeah. In yeah. order to make invincible metal. So yeah, you guys all hit the nail on the head. So we'll start right where we left off, in Bergeron's house with you guys formulating this plan. I don't remember his <laughs> voice, so I wouldn't want to be that <laughs> I forgot Clyde's his voice pooping. too. Should we wait for Clyde to poop? I hope he's not pooping. Little, I, I seen Clyde going to the house over there. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh no. I Please tell me not that one. Uh, Bergeron points over to the outhouse that you're looking towards. Yeah, man, he ran in there. <laughs> that's, not, that's not an outhouse. What is it? That's a portable electrical box. We can move it around wherever it needs more electricity. It's like old wires and stuff in there. I'm hoping he's not pooping in yeah, there. Yeah, man, I think you totally took a shit in there. Clyde, get out of there. <laughs> Clyde! <laughs> Clyde, get out of there. You're going to get electrocuted. <clears throat> he comes back to, oh, I'm shitting. <laughs> <laughs> you were pooping, officially. We decided that Clyde was pooping in what he thought was an outhouse, but it was actually an electrical box. <laughs> There's no TP in here. <laughs> yeah, did you not notice all the wires? <laughs> I thought it was... Thought it was a ro- robot porta potty. Can somebody like go clean him up, please, and c- maybe see what you can do about the, out- the electrical box? Just use the wires. No, <laughs> hey, <laughs> Clyde, don't listen to the turtle. That will surely kill you. It's like floss. <laughs> You're gonna, we're gonna shut down the rest of Glassburn. <laughs> uh, like half of it's down. Right I now. just, I find a wire and I just scrape out each butt cheek. With the wire. <laughs> Wait, do I have like a water blaster? <laughs> yeah, you spread them enough, like man. Blast just, like Blastoise? Like a super yeah, bidet? I just think of that Blastoise. A super bidet? <laughs> Clyde's got a portable bidet. What? Clyde does? My jug? He's got an alchemy jug. Oh. <laughs> Forgot about that. I'm just going to dip my hand in my bucket and kind of swipe him. What? <laughs> You better clean that shit. <laughs> All right, now we got the now we got the pooping fiasco underway here. We got to figure out what to do here. Yeah, so like, do you guys have any ideas, thoughts? Well, we got two plans here, as far as breaking in and stealing back the fire ruby, or challenging them to another fight. You run this place now, Bergeron. What do you think is the best route to go? Honestly, I 
like I said, we've been so close with them for years and years. We're only two towns this far north, so if you all have to steal it, sure, I, I understand you all need the ore back. It's a matter of Modress, you know, surviving. I understand that. I would highly suggest that be the absolute last resort for you all to steal it. Because then once that happens, they're going to know we took it back. There's going to be no relationships between the two towns. There's there's no way. So if you can win it back with us being, you know, on good terms, that would be my suggestion. How big is the fire, Ruby? Uh, it's about the size of two fists stacked on top of each other. And he holds out like two massive fists. Could we? Could we like break this thing in two and share it? What they've got to? What? what? Wait they've got to. Yeah, I told I told you that in episode twenty seven, but that was like eight <laughs> weeks ago. Um, yeah, that's why they were lending us one because they've got their own. So you know they were being good neighbors. They let us borrow one, and uh, but. You know, their pride got so hurt in that Modress wrestling event that they just decided to take it back. Can anyone make, like, an image of, like, a big monster coming over their town? And, like, we could be like, oh, we'll save you, but we need the fire ruby in return. You could just make, like, a projector. <laughs> yeah, like a holographic dragon or some shit. Where did, where did they get the fire rubies from? They've always had the fire rubies since the founding of... Al's Peak, and it's kind of rumored at this point, but it's suggested that they found it building and digging up the town. Some people think that they traded it, but uh, that was, you know, hundreds of years ago. Look, look, let's, why don't we just go have a talk with, uh, what's his name again? Remus. Remus. Yeah. Why don't we just go talk to Remus and ask if we can have it back? And if not, then we'll challenge him for it. He seems like a prideful guy. He's he may, he might wanna he might wanna fight for it again. Yeah, I mean Remus has always been kind of cool. I I don't know what crawled up his butt just because you know. Could you send word over that we're coming to talk to him? Get us a meeting. I might have like write you like a like a like a note. Like I. Well, if we're gonna deliver it to him, or a messenger, be there. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know how to get in any faster than you. Um, maybe. You don't uh, have any sending stones? He took back my sending stone too. You believe that? If you if you guys win or do whatever, get it back. Try to get back the sending stone too, because I uh, I miss talking with him. That was my Saturday nights. Okay. All right. All right. Guys, I really just want to be friends with Remus again. Well, look, we'll tell him we're coming on behalf of Glassburn and, and Arnold. Well, here, let me, write you, let me write your note. Yeah, give us the give note. Me, we'll take it. Give me a second. Through. Give me a second. Tell him you're sorry okay. for raising a better fighter than they did. Okay. Maybe not Anything in those else? words. What else, should, what else should I say? I don't, I, I, I'm bad in situations like this. Just tell, just tell him you love him. Yeah, just tell him you miss him and you love him, man. Okay. I mean, like any, yeah. you guys got any other tips? Like anything else I should put in this? Um, maybe put some candy in the envelope. Oh, oh, okay, like some peppermints. Okay, <laughs> not chocolate. I miss you running your fingertips through my hair. 
I, re- I really do. I mean, we didn't see each other a whole lot because the towns are kind of far away, but... Okay. Oh, maybe have a picture... I'm sorry, this... I already just ran out of room on oh. the scroll, and he unfurls <laughs> this big scroll. Shit, tons of writing on it. It's like, all right, here, you guys take this to him. And, uh, yeah, just, you know, let him know that I sent you. And uh, he should give you an audience, and you should be able to, you know, plead your case one way or another. All right, let's do it. So are we making our way to Owl's Peak? Owl's Peak is, uh, again, from here. So up north, uh, the road you all took has that fork in it at the very end of it. And one way goes to Glassbury and one way goes to Owl's Peak. So you guys got to walk down the fork and then up the other fork. It takes about a full day. So you would be getting there close to evening. Sun's starting to set. As soon as you come down uh, Owl's Peak, you notice that this place looks a lot more rugged than Glassburn did. It is sharpened uh, wooden like stakes for the fencing all around it, big wooden gates that are currently open. As soon as you walk in those gates, everybody you see, this one's wide open, so it's in that freezing cold snow. Uh, but everybody in this area seems to be dressed for the weather. They're wearing like thick, uh, hides. They're all larger people, uh, larger, uh, races for the most part, like, uh, Goliaths and, uh, you know, bigger humans, uh, half orcs probably to, you know, keep their body temperature up. Altrex, have you ever been here before? Once or twice, but it's, it was a long time ago. I never really came over this side of the, you know, this side of Glassburn too often. So as you walk into town, there's actually no guard standing guard at the gate itself. You could probably piece together that's most likely due to the fact that no one in their right mind really comes up here other than traders. So walking into the town, you can see that it's uh, kind of small. It's a lot smaller than Glassburn is. Uh, there's just kind of a scattering of buildings, some shops that have, you know, like wooden signs outside of their, uh, store. And then in the center of the town, the central point of the main town square is this 25 foot by 25 foot wrestling square that is, uh, you know, raised off the ground about, uh, four or five feet. It's got, uh, three ropes all the way around the entire thing. And this takes up the entire center of this town. Uh, and you know that the Modris Wrestling Entertainment Organization only has one wrestling match a year, tip- typically. So the fact that they keep this up year-round probably would tell you that they definitely take it very seriously. And then directly behind it, you see the largest building in the area. It's probably... As good as guess as any uh, Altrex, maybe you remember from your two times before being here that this would be the like town hall. Yeah, that's where Remus stays, right up in there. I think that's where we need to go. All right. Uh, so walking into this town hall, um, it's inside. Uh, you open the door, it's unlocked. A big wooden building. The only thing lighting the streets in here are just like plain normal torches, which is a lot different than in Glassburn with like the neon lights and everything. It's a stark contrast in uh, technology from here to there. Um, inside this building, you see that it's decorated 
It's pretty cliche. Uh, think of, you know, Viking-esque, Nordic-esque. Uh, it's got, you know, big bear pelt rugs. Um, it's all rustic looking, just wooden inside. Uh, it's got a big uh, stone hearth in the center of the room, giving tons of light into this room. And then there's a set of stairs going up. And there's a reception desk uh, as soon as you walk in. And right behind it, there's a little gnome uh, standing on this big, like, uh bar bar uh bar chair what do they call bar stool not a bar stool though but it's like a chair but a taller chair hype a high chair chair. okay he's standing in a high chair i guess yeah a high chair chair. yeah high back chair whatever it is and he's standing on it he's got these big thick black rimmed glasses uh he's got a quill in his ear uh tucked behind his ear and he's got a quill that he's currently writing in this big scroll of paper uh with like times and dates on it and uh he looks up and uh pushes his glasses down and eyes you all over yes appointment uh we're here to see remus appointment what time is it now uh right now it's about seven o'clock at night what we how we would expect it where it's like getting pretty late uh we had an appointment at 710 and he's just running his fingers down this list <sighs> i don't see anything from seven to eight you, you know i think it was 705 that's, <laughs> that's still set that's still in the time frame i Look. gave we're here on behalf of Glassburn and Bergeron. It's kind of an impromptu meeting. We didn't we didn't make an appointment. For a moment, he seems to be like not even paying attention to you, and then he chimes in. Whoa, that's weird. I actually don't see anything from one to midnight. Have I really had nine hours with no meetings at all? What that that can't be right. Just like looking over his schedule, kind of ignoring you all. You have a meeting right here. Like we're here to have a meeting. Oh, man, I'm going to get so fired. I have nothing down on this piece of paper. Hey, look, what's that over there? Where? I reach over and I take a quill. And I just write, like, 710. Like, guys. (laughs) Group of guys. Roll uh, (laughs) roll a um, sleight of hand check. I think that would be good. Or stealth check. I think it'd also work. Or even deception. Because... Deception? You can pick from those three. Right, I'll let I'm you pick go from with deception because I got the higher, higher plus there. Twenty three. Ooh. <laughs> he's still looking. <laughs> he's still looking back there. What? What? And it's just like a wall. It's just <laughs> like he's right up against the wall. And oh, he's I'm just sorry. Looking must over. Have, must have been nothing. I thought I thought I saw some up there, but check again. We should be here for a seven ten appointment. Okay, I'm just I'm, I'm I'm just saying I'm looking I'm not seeing any whoa, whoa I could have sworn that was not there a moment ago. Oof and he wipes his brow. That's gonna save my job because if, if Remus would have came down and I had nothing in the entire agenda for the day written down, I would have been so fired. But look, I do. I've got I've got your guys' meeting written down. That's that's You done good. You done good, Brandon. You did good. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so we uh we can we can go. Um you got three minutes. We gotta wait three minutes. I mean Oh okay. So uh so so Yeah. 
Have you? How's how? I mean, how's how's your guys' taste been so far? It's a little cold outside. <laughs> Tell me about it. This weather. I didn't know Warforge got cold. Um, I'm making small talk and conversation. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, old Trace. Right. I don't think he knows too much about Warforge. You know, I'm a little weary about being here right now because they seem to have a thing against Warforges. So. But that's weird. Aren't it, we in the town of Warforges? Oh, no. That's oh, I my love town. secrets. I'd love to be a well, part of a secret of, someday. <clears throat> oh, we're just talking about how nice it is outside. Sun's yeah, going I down. Yeah, I know. I just, you know, I, I like, you know, when people whisper around me, it's so, so reassuring. So. Are you sure there's nothing on that wall? I keep seeing something back there. I'm what? seeing something over there. What, like, what's it look like? What color it's, is it? It's, um, it's, uh, it's purple. It's a big brown wall. I think I would no, see something it's purple. purple. Wait, oh, what's you, purple? Are you, you look trying at to that? tell me the... <clears throat> it's 710. <laughs> look at that. <laughs> it's been three minutes now. Oh, oh, pardon me. I don't want to keep you all... You know, I don't want to keep uh, Remus waiting. I don't want to keep you all waiting. Go ahead. Uh, you can go up the stairs. It's going to be the first door smack dab in front of the top of the stairs landing. All right, thank you, uh, Brandon. Is that was your name? You know what? How did you guess my name? It just, it, you look like a Brandon. Uh, Seems like, like a shirt. Sure <laughs> I'm not even wearing a name tag. I don't have a nameplate. How'd you guess my name? Just, uh, that's what I do. I'm good at that. I'm good at that. Okay, when you come back down, I got a couple questions for you. That sounds good. We got. I'll okay, stop back yeah. by here. I got some bets I'm looking to win, and I think you're just the guy I want to talk to. I got you covered. Got you covered. So, uh, heading up the stairs, uh, Obviously, do you guys knock on the door and swing it open? How's it go? I kind of want to just kick it open, but that's not going to do very well. I don't think that'll be nice enough. So let's just knock. Yes, come in. Before I open this door, like maybe somebody else should go in first and hand him the note. I'll do it. Just somebody. Yeah, I mean, I I just, it sounds like he's got problems with Warforges right now. Like I'll go in there. little heart set. Somebody else go. You give him Bergeron's note here. <laughs> uh, open the door. <laughs> I'm going in the door. Inside. Are you going in by yourself? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You uh, inside the room. As you walk in. You close the door behind you, and it's it's a pretty big room. Um, Again, picture as cliche as you can. Viking times. It's It's got a big wooden desk. He's sitting behind it. He's a half orc covered in uh, furs. Um, he looks like, you know, he can definitely knows his way around a, a heavy axe. And, and around the room, you see mounted different, like a polar bear head, uh, a couple deer heads, elk heads, moose heads. I don't see a horse uh, head, do I? Well, you're not in here at all, so you don't see any horse <laughs> <laughs> It's from Bergeron, right? Yeah, it's from Bergeron, and this guy's name is Remus. Uh, he looks up uh, from his... He was actually just like sitting... He doesn't have any papers on his desk or anything, so he was just sitting there. Uh, he looks up at you, Ubo. Yes, how can Remus help you? Hello, Remus. I am the great Ubo, and I bring <laughs> to you this note from Bergeron. Here you go. Oh, so Bergeron finally wants to make it up with Remus. Uh, okay. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Hand it over. Here you go. Uh, he unfurls it. 
And it takes him a few minutes to read this big ass scroll. I just picture this thing like spilling over his desk and on the floor. Like... <laughs> take your time, take your time. Give him a t- give him a toot toot and say that's from Bergeron too. We're outside. We're outside listening against the door. I, w- I wonder how it's going in there. Toot toot. <laughs> oh, it, he looks a little shocked by the toot toot. Remus has never had a. Remus Simon, I had a two-two before. Well, he told me to do that. I don't know. Okay, he's still just flipping through it. Flipping through it. Just scrolling through. He apparently is a pretty quick reader, though, because he's making way through the scroll. Are you even reading it? Uh, You look at him, and you notice that his eyes are just pretty fogged over with tears at this point. Yeah, yeah, Remus is reading what he can. Did you get something in your eyes? Yeah, this humidity. This humidity always always messes with my Mm-mm. sinuses, I think. Okay, That's all yeah, good. Let me finish this. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, I can't. I'm sorry, I can't really help you. I just want to. I keep pushing. I, give I keep him a hug. pushing at this point against the door. Trying to listen harder so far that we fall into it, and the door just busts open, and we. Oh. As I'm giving him a hug, <laughs> <laughs> he starts wiping his eyes real hard. Okay, what's, uh, what's the meaning of this? You can't come talk to Remus unannounced. We had a meeting at seven ten. Brandon didn't tell me about this. He, uh, it's in his book downstairs. If you go ask him, pretty nice guy. Okay. Is oh, is Remus okay. sitting down or standing up? Uh, he apparently standing up since Uba was hugging <laughs> him. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna walk over. I'm gonna grab him by the shoulders, my buddy. It's okay. He misses you. But at this point, <laughs> Remus knows about Remus knows the, the population of of Al's Peak. I can't just. I can't just give the fire ruby back. It would be well, the population would take it as a slight. They would see it as weakness. You got to be strong living up here. And let's come and up with something that makes you look good while giving them back the fire ruby. Okay, ideas. What if? Just hear me out here. What if next year, for the next NWE match? Warforges are banned from the fight to make it more fair. Remus doesn't even really care about the Warforge to be honest anymore. I just, it was a moment of weakness. I just, you know, I was sad I lost and just came up with any excuse I could. I don't care if a Warforge wins, but we can say that I the Warforge just... was juicing and that the win is no longer valid. <laughs> He was using he was using nanobots. <laughs> Look, are your people compassionate here? There's there's businesses over here that aren't thriving. Half the town can't be powered. People can't make food. Children are starving. I mean, they need that fire ruby in order to function properly. And you've got two. And he would also like the sending stone back. So you guys can have your Saturdays back. Okay. Yeah. Well, you, you Remus, I'll, Remus will give the sending stone back. I don't. 
Nobody even knows I took that back. That was... We know. But... I know. We know. I know. I miss my Saturdays, too. You know what I do now on Saturdays? Don't tell me. Do you sit... Do you sit and talk to Brandon? <laughs> have you... Have you talked to the guy? It's he seems terrible. like a nice guy, okay? Terrible. <laughs> I got a meeting with him after I leave He's here. He's the most gullible person I've ever met in my life. He falls for anything. Why don't you get a new receptionist? Because he's the most gullible person I've ever met in my life. He can't do anything else. He would starve his family. He's got 17 kids. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. What if we had another MWE match? And you guys... We mislikes the way you're thinking, big man. (laughs) We say Uncle Scott was juicing. We throw out that that win. We throw it out. We do a rematch. This is pressing matters. You all need the the ruby. So let's do it like as soon as possible. Tomorrow, next day, however quick we can. Tonight. Wait. To, tomorrow. Well, I mean, we you need to at least like tell people about it. Well, don't you have to do like weigh-ins and then like all that stuff? Oh, there's no weight classes. That's yeah. Why you got at least promote last it. Time. Yeah. Well. Yeah, we'll promote it for a little bit. Um, like 15 hours or something? Well, we at least need to give, like, we at least need to give uh, Glassburn time to, you know, bring in their yeah. audience. How, how far are we from Glassburn? Uh, it's, so I said it was a, a day, like, from one side to the other. That's, like, a not 24 hours of a day. That's, like, a day's journey you know like like eight to ten hours yeah like daylight was it gonna be like eight hours to get the message over there then eight hours back that's 16 hours there and then eight hours for them to get here look we gotta go back and we've got to talk to bergeron we're gonna go in the sending stone stone. and you guys can organize the official aspect of it but look we'll start promoting it us four (laughs) us four plus We'll bring one other person, and we'll serve as the five. Yeah, it's five versus five. Can we do an exhibition match with a two v two? Me and Earl Trex versus Clyde and uh, what? Merlin. What? We wouldn't <laughs> fight each other. I'm not getting just, taken out by a fucking monkey wrench man. No, no, that's not happening. Like, <laughs> it's just fun, just for fun exhibition. Also, also we, we have Jeremy with us still, right? Yeah, we never yeah, seen him Yeah, I've been here this whole place. time, guys. Look, we're not putting <laughs> Jeremy in. I thought, what happened to Jeremy? Jeremy? Look at these Last muscles, time. though. Guys, you could put that mask on me and make me very scary looking, and then I could just flex real hard. <laughs> Nobody would mess with me. Let's do it. Look, how do we know? How do we know that if we win, you're not going to do the same thing and take the ruby back from him? I, look. Okay. He's still crying. Look at my eyes. I'm going to inside these tears here. Okay, yeah. Let's do it. We haven't rolled a single <laughs> dice, and we've been playing for 40 minutes. Let's roll a dice. I rolled a dice. I rolled a 23. Oh, yeah, we did roll a dice. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. I'm glad. I don't want us to not... So what, are we, what are we rolling, rolling for right now? Uh, Merlin's rolling for an insight to see like if these tears are... Okay, well... Uh, 13. Uh, I got negative one insight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got eight. I have 18. 14 plus 4. Oh, shit. I don't think Merlin's going to have a plus 10. Uh, I have plus 1. 
So Merlin got a nine total. Altrex got eighteen total. Oh, no, I'm sorry, and, I got uh, eleven total. Okay, and, and then Clyde got eleven total. Uh, Altrex, you're kind of just you know you're pretty adept at reading people, right? Because yes, I mean I think that's part of the Warforged nature. Uh, looking them over, you can tell that you don't think any of your three companions could fake a cry like this if if they if their lives depended on it you don't think that they could uh fake like this guy is if he was indeed faking and it makes you think that these are real tears not just i'm gonna i'm gonna walk up to him and i'm gonna get like right in his face and just stare at him real hard and be like (laughs) i'm gonna say i believe you okay i believe you so it's on Tomorrow, let's do this. And I'm gonna hold out my hand to shake it. So uh, I'm gonna he, give him a hug he, uh, and a light kiss on the cheek. See, that was from the while he's while Clyde's like picking him up, and, like <laughs> hugging him, like squeezing him. He's shaking. I'll check his hand. He says, "Well, Remus six is probably gonna be. It's probably gonna need to be the day after tomorrow for you all to go and come back in for and for me to you know promote it." sufficiently so how about two days so yeah that makes more it's sense. nighttime That's it's fine. nighttime right now i agree not tomorrow day after tomorrow at high noon so the sun's not in anybody's eyes can i enter grease into this competition remus says just so we can uh uh get around this remus says uh okay here i think i've got Oh, yeah, I do. He pulls out this big sheet of, like, the stack of, like, 50 pages. Uh, he takes one from the top and hands it over. He says, this is the official rules in case Bergeron didn't tell you all the rules. Is there any tables, chairs, NW. or trash cans? Uh, so, looking over these rules really quickly, you see that it is Merlin, don't worry. It's not no magic. It is no damaging spells. No evocation spells, no enchantment spells, and no necromancy spells. Because that'd what be the, weird. That's all my stuff right there. This is gonna be real fun. <laughs> is it really? I just got a, a dagger now, but I don't think I can use my dagger right. <laughs> uh, well, very top of the list is no weapons. Okay, I can I can punch that are not already in the ring. My negative one strength. You can give I'll punch them. The fighters are haircuts. <laughs> I'll give you a haircut, punk. Uh, so, um, inside the ring, there will be various items. Uh, ladders, chairs, uh, big party tables. I'll go ahead and go over all the rules real quick, just since he handed you all the sheet. I have one more question. Yeah. Can I tame bees? <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was going to hand my jar of bees to Jeremy and have him throw them in the ring. <laughs> I have one more I have one more question evocation you said yeah so no evocation at all evo necro what else any damaging illusion? spells no you can do illusion no enchantment because you can't like enchant. you can't charm somebody and tell them like hey go jump over that rope well I could I could grease everybody up Grease is definitely in there. Grease is still in there. I'm going to do it. Let me do it. We can grease you up on your belly and just kick your shell around and like fuck people's ankles up. (laughs) Ah, yes! (laughs) I feel like, I feel like 
this is I don't know why I always am the one who suggests to use Jeremy for the most horrible shit. But what if we like put him in a net where his legs hung out, what? and then Merlin, you could swing him around, <laughs> and that'll be your weapon. What Since you can't punch? Like have his there legs dangling out of a there net. There will be some some items in the room. Jeremy, <laughs> why is that bone in tables, net? ladders, and chairs? You can use them as like you know. Like a bludgeoning tool. <laughs> Merle's like, I just swing him around. Wait, so and kick stuff. I have shield, sanctuary, and grease. I feel like I can, you can fuck use shit all three up. of those. I can fuck shit up, dude. I also have my uh, Afridi bottle. Can I use that? <laughs> uh, so bringing in, you bring in no items or oh, weapons shit. yourself. Well, yeah. So I have some well, but for shit. you as an artificer, like those th- those spells that you mentioned, they could be part of your costume. Right. Let's do it. Cause that we'll get to that eventually though, about the costume thing. You guys don't need to know about the costumes just yet. Um and then it what how it starts is you guys will walk into the ring, they will walk into the ring, uh there's one ref, and as soon as the timer starts, it is pretty much a free for all battle. And if your feet touch outside of the ring on the ground, you're out, and you can no longer participate. Last man standing, that team wins. So there's like there's like a fencing uh, 10 feet away from the ring, separating the crowd from the ring, creating like a buffer. Say somebody threw you over the ring, and you landed on the fence and somehow did not touch the ground, you would still be in it. It's just if you touch the ground outside of the ring. I'm ready. And what are we doing exactly? <laughs> okay. Well, well, first we're going I home. All, I got all my spells written down. Look, you guys are both getting ready to fucking wrestle. I want to wrestle <laughs> so bad. I'm excited. Uh, you guys let me know. Well, first, okay. Wait, we we're gonna head going home. On? Does my does my does my extra attack work without a weapon? Yes, it does. Okay. Ooh. First, we gotta head home to Glassburn. Let Bergeron know what's going on. Get the crowd back. And then it's going to be wrestle times. Will we be screwed if we... So if it's obvious that we're helping each other in the ring, in the Royal Rumble? I mean, it's Glassburn no, uh, well, versus... It's called Royal Rumble, but it's teams. It's right. 5v5. Glassburn versus Al's Peak, so... Oh, yeah. uh, we're going to fuck shit so it's up. Not, it's not Royal Rumble. Who's our fifth? Well, Jeremy. I think oh, he has God. one of Jeremy in. Uh, <laughs> oh, I mean, look. Can we get the scientist or something? Bag, and I'll swing him around. <laughs> if he's okay with Wait, I could give him, him the, the, uh, the uh, mini faces and <laughs> he could just pretend like he's fucking some fucking crazy People shit. People would be afraid to go around him. Yeah. Do you want to fight, Jeremy? We'll make him stinky. Do you want to wrestle? Of course I do. <laughs> Look at these guns. <laughs> do you want to, do you want to like, would you be okay if I put you in a net and swung you around? I don't see what that would accomplish. I mean, it would it would give me extra reach. You're a flail. Or Merlin. Yeah, you know, accomplish a lot more. I mean, I could, like, kick people in the you nuts trying and to stuff. kill this kid. I'm not trying to <laughs> kill him. I'm trying to toughen him up a little bit, you know? We'll, we'll, come, we'll come back to this. I, if I'm room. in a net, I can't help. If I'm not in a net, I can punch and kick and claw. That's you can claw? True. Look at these fingernails, baby. (laughs) (laughs) 
So the question is, are we staying the night in Owl's Peak or are we traveling all night to Glassburn? Yes. <laughs> the second one? Uh, I mean, I think... I think we should get to Owl's Peak as soon as possible. Yeah. Or, uh, Glassburn. We are Owl's Peak. Glassburn. Yeah. I, I said we go back. the two up, too. Get to the town as soon as possible to get the word out on this. I have, to, I have to go talk to Brandon downstairs real quick. He asked me. I'm not... Sure, we should use Jeremy as a fifth person, though. Yeah, I'm just maybe laying that out. Remus, can we use Uncle Scotty? I mean, sure. I mean, I don't. I guess, like well, I said, I really don't. If you're gonna tell everybody he juiced, though, I didn't know if that was no. Oh, you know what? <laughs> you know what? I completely forgot already. <laughs> I'm, my mind is so muddled from. Bergeron, I completely right, forgot. So that, yeah, we have to say down. that he's juicing. We we can't use we can't use Uncle Scotty. Um, I don't think we talked to anybody else while we were in Glassburn. We got that scientist dude at the lab. He might want to fight. The scientist. The only other person I know of right now. We'll we'll find somebody, Remus. We'll have a fifth. What about the gnome that had like seventeen kids? He he'd like to feed his kids what, if he what? was a no man. That, that, that's Brandon. Oh, downstairs. my bad. <laughs> Doesn't try to get he, us killed. He fights for our <laughs> speak. Just, I mean, just so we're fully transparent, we do have a war forge we're going to be entering. Um, we've been training one up for the next year's MWE. Oh, so fuck yeah. That way we're that way. There's. I I don't want I don't want any kind of am, animosity or anything. So I'm gonna be able to that way say you all win. Say Ultrax. So you're the last person in the ring. I'll be able to say, well, we had our own Warforged, and that way, you know. When was this Warforged made, and what does his butt look like? Um, Shane Saw is he's actually from Glassburn, but he's lived long enough in Al's Peak that we can claim him as our own. Uh, he's about eight feet tall, and uh, his butt looks fantastic, if you ask me. Does it look like Altrex's butt? Turn around, Altrex. Does it, does it look like this? Mm, it's not quite that shiny. <laughs> All right. I think we're good. We're good. Uh, yeah, you just go You talk to Brandon on the way and then head back, and just, I'll start promoting what I can. All right, sounds good. Two hey, days from now. Remus, thanks for being understanding about this. You don't even want to know what we were going to do if you said no. We are gonna kill you. <clears throat> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go talk to Brandon. So back downstairs, Brandon is. Uh, you come downstairs, and he's actually looking back at the wall. He's like kind of scanning it, <laughs> looking to see what you guys were talking about. Purple. I I think it's gone now. I don't I don't know what it was. It was weird, but I think you're good now. Hey, uh, you said you had some questions for me. Did I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you, you did. did. Do you have any point of reference for what about? Um, I knew your name without reading a name tag. Yes, yes. Can you give me the name of the winner of the next MWE, please? I'm going to place a hefty bet to feed all 17 of my kids. It's going to be... You're betting your kids? Altrex. Say it's Altrex. No, to feed my kids. Uh, All right, you're going to write this down. Okay. Wait, wait. The team... The team name? The team or the person last man standing? 
Uh, I will get more from my payout if I get the the person. Ultrax. Okay. Let's make gotcha. it the expandables. Right. Are you are you ready? <laughs> the refundables. <laughs> They were fun to oh, <laughs> that's what they got the team name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we just eat a lot of food. Expendables. He doesn't mean expendables, but he definitely said expandables. Yeah. I was way off. I was, I was too off. <laughs> you, were too, you were two steps away from <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this dude pulls out his quinn and starts writing down. All right, ready? So, <clears throat> it's a U, U, L, L, T, T, R, R, E, D. No, no, no. <clears throat> e. Like elephant. He scratches it out. E. e. X. X. All okay. tricks. Now, how. Okay, Put so the I, know max you, you, I know you knew my name uh, and everything. Which, so how did you, how sure is this? How much should I bet of my life savings? You should bet all 17 of your kids. Yeah, everything you got. Dude. Okay. Everything okay. you got. Okay, I'm, you, know, I'm so, you knew my name. You knew my name. You knew my name. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Oh, God. I well, swear God. to God, if I tank this fucking wrestling match... <laughs> You're going to feel horrible. He's going to lose all 17 of his kids. Even if it's like fantasy (laughs) role play, you're going to feel like shit. I will. I will. But you know what? I got that much confidence in myself that I'm going to do this. Okay. Awesome. Well, that's really going to turn my life around. I can quit working 75 hours a week here. So that's going to be game changer. I'm going to be the one to win. do, Do we care ourselves if we like are getting close to winning? You don't <laughs> die. Not to the death. Not to the death. This is not to the death. This is to the fall out of the yeah, ring. We all this share is, your dagger, and we take okay. ourselves out. Oh, he just punched me. All punch you have to do face. is jump out I've the got, ring. I've got some sweet fucking moves planned for this ring match. Yeah, uh, uh, Brandon waves you all goodbye and uh, knows that it's it's getting pretty late. It's about 8.30 now. I know that conversation didn't seem like it took that long, but it took about an hour between <laughs> talking to Brandon and Remus. So it's gonna it's gonna be a long night, but you all could reach Glassburn by sunrise. So um, you're obviously gonna need to get there, do whatever you need to do, and then take a quick, heavy power nap. Um, and we will just fast track right to Glassburn. Are we stopping there? We're we gonna go take. Uh, I mean, we need to we need to tell Bergeron what's going on. Uh, and I'm gonna just start. Putting all these posters up everywhere, I guess. I I got like a stapler. I'm just putting it up. Yes, yeah, so you guys also need to you need to advertise the fight and also talk to Bergeron. I'm gonna stand out in the middle of uh, Glassburn and forcefully stop people. Like, hey, <laughs> take a poster. So it, it's pretty early in the morning now. It's like 5 a.m. There's maybe half a dozen of people that you see kind of wandering the streets, uh, maybe early morning risers for like... I'm waking everybody up. I find <laughs> hey, some pots and pans and some some ladles. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, banging I'm, just those. Sprint, I'm sprinting around just nailing everything to the ground. Uh, just yeah, to the ground, these, no, what? not the to poles the or buildings. The poles, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So are we are we gonna so we're we gonna split. 
Yeah. Everybody's got to split up so we can advertise this the best. So way. how okay. fast um, Merlin can run, yeah. Who's going to Bergeron? I'll swing by Bergeron's. Okay. So we'll just split the party and have everybody uh, do some advertising. Let's have everybody do a um, persuasion roll. And see, like, we'll see how big of a crowd each individual character can roll. Uh, Everyone has to give a speech, too. (laughs) Altrex, you can can be exempt (laughs) from this as you're kind of going to Bergeron. I rolled a two. I rolled a a 19 anyway, so. Oh, okay. You say persuasion (laughs) or performance? Oh, I guess it's the same. I rolled a two plus one. (laughs) Clyde... Clyde finds, you know, one guy. <laughs> he fucking grabs him by the shoulders, shaking him like, you gotta get the owl's peak. <laughs> and he gets that one guy. Uh, what did Merlin get? I got a 10. 10. Merlin Merlin gets a lot of posters hung up. Because I think that's what Merlin was going for. Instead of the Clyde approach of, like, uh, shaking people and, like, telling people, <laughs> um, Merlin gets posters hung around. And you get a you get a pretty good you know you get a good pretty good uh, coverage of Glassburn with a ten. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. So you think you get you probably a few people are going to definitely see those posters. Mm-hmm. What did Ubo get for his eleven? And how is Ubo trying to get people? Well, I'm stand I'm standing in the town square. You should right? be break dancing. And swir- I was thinking I was break dancing. I swear to God! I swear to God! I was I was imagining that in my head. A break dancing turtle. That's fucking weird. With dude. a bunch of posters on the ground around you. No, I, I you know the po- you know the dances where they hold up like the poster. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, and they dance with it and shit. Yeah, like the dance. like the jewelry the sign signs. Flippers? Yeah, like the, the sign flippers, sign flipper. man. Sign flipping. Yeah, so I'm doing sign flipping. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, you feel like you're, you know, yeah, it's getting to the point where we'll say that like towards the end of everybody's kind of individual scenes. Um, oh, it's a, called oh, a side sign spinner, by the way. Sign spinner. My yeah, God. Uh, it seems like more people are kind of waking up and coming out of their homes now and they're seeing you now just break dancing. <laughs> it's just <with laughs> posters showing them in the face. On my way to Bergeron's, I'm like, I'm yelling as I'm walking. Kind of like in, in Nightmare Before Christmas, the town meeting, you know, just screaming it out. So everybody That's probably is what's waking some people up for Ubo's yeah. break dance. And they're coming to Bergeron's house at the town hall. And that's where we're going to announce it after I tell them what's going on. So I'm just learning everybody again. Hello, everybody. It's your Dungeon Master, Adam DeWeese here. Thank you all so much for checking out this week's episode of Halfway to Heroes. Sorry that it was uh, late on this one, getting back into the arc, but um, I hope it was worth the wait. I had so much fun with this one. Uh, We've got Window Change Part 4 recorded as well, 
And that one, I cannot wait for you all to hear that one either. I'm very excited where this arc is going. I hope you all are too. I want to give a big thank you to all of our current patrons. So thank you so much, Rachel, a.k.a. Dragonbait, Tiana H., Mitch Loves Anime, The Nerd Asylum, Lawful Stupid, Ryan P., Uncle Scott Shainsaw, Bradley M., Brittany D., Danny T., Dwayne from the Gullible Gazette and the Lawful Stupid Podcast, Sash, Jason P., Jeremy Fair, Loki Strike, Sofa Kingdom, Zoltar, Bay Area Beer Socials, Danny M., Drew Rundu, Jean Lorber, Remus S., and Jory and Drake. If you want to get your name on this list and a whole bunch of other really cool perks like characters in this show named after you, uh, getting to create NPCs in one-shot onslaught, uh, getting to play in one-shots with me on Twitch pretty often, uh, getting personalized goodies sent to you, uh, discounts on our merch stores and uh, exclusive episodes and things like that, then you want to head over to bit.ly slash halfway to Patreon or click the link in the show notes below. That will take you uh, straight to Patreon where you can sign up for as little as $1 a month and get a whole bunch of really cool stuff. Uh, other ways you can help the show, you can leave us a five-star rating and review on the Apple Podcast app. And I will read them here, much like uh, this one from Charger1 million. I think it's 1 million. That's a lot of zeros. Uh, the title just says, great. Uh, five stars. I am listening to it while doing homework and it keeps me awake. <laughs> That's I'm glad we're not putting people to sleep. Uh, thank you so much, Charger, for the review and the rating. We truly do appreciate each and every one of those uh, for this show and for our other show, One Shot Onslaught. Uh, you could follow us on uh, social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Another huge one is to subscribe or follow us on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash One Shot Onslaught. Uh, there we stream one shots. We're pretty much on there at least once a week, uh, either doing video game sessions or, uh, streaming one shots for different tabletop systems. And also that's where a show that I'm a player in is streamed. That show is called roll for weird. And that's a monster of the week monthly show on Twitch. And it is very, very, very soon to be a bi-weekly podcast. We are getting the first couple episodes edited and ready for the podcast. Uh, it's a lot quicker to get the video on demands up on Twitch and YouTube because uh, there's no editing involved. But the podcast, we're getting them a little bit tighter and better edited. So uh, I'm very excited to get those out. Uh, very, very close to launching that. Hop in our Discord, bit.ly slash halfway to Discord. That way you can uh, stay up to date on that show as well. We've got some channels for that and we'll keep everybody posted when that podcast is going to launch and the next time we're going to stream an episode. And yeah, just uh, whatever way you can to find to interact with us. We love that. We really, really do love uh, interacting with listeners and uh, love to hear feedback, too. Um, and if you've got any fan art, uh, tag us in it on any of the social media or post it on our Discord. Uh, we'll add it to our halfwayheroes.com slash artwork page. And yeah, thank you all so much for listening. I hope you are enjoying the show as much as we are. And I'll talk to you in two weeks on the show and next week on One Shot Onslaught. Bye, everybody. That is one of our, <laughs> it's like a portable electrical, we call them, what are those things called on the side of the streets, the like big green things? Like electric box? Like electric the, box. What are those called though? Electrical I, box, like a, man. No, that's not electrical box. You talk about the big green things we used to sit on as kids. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the, <things> we, <laughs> the, the cul-de-sac sofas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what they were. <laughs> I have no idea what the hell they're called. Okay.
Or the zip-off pants that turn into shorts, man. Those are the best. Uh, oh, I think I, still, I, I, think so I still have a pair of those. So, that is like just terrible fashion. Who designed that? It really that? is. It really is. Oh, well, man, it worked one, at the you time. got one pair, you wear pants, and then the shorts. Who would who would design that and be like, yes. I don't know. But we all wore them. <laughs> Somebody it's did. True. It's true. No. Dustin was all about Magic Johnson. That was his dude. No, no, Orlando Magic. Well, yeah, Orlando Magic, but he was all about Magic Johnson. Man, one year I wanted a magic party. And they gave you an actual magic party. They gave me like an magic actual show. magic yeah. party. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that, was up by, uh, that was up by grandma's house. He's like, I want a magic party. And they're like, okay, so they have a magician come, but he meant Orlando Magic. Hey, dude, that's fucking sweet, though, magician. It was crazy. It put me. He put me on a board, and I was floating. Oh, dude. When Dustin said, I'm going to go watch Batman forever, and I thought he was moving away. <laughs> he's like, what? He's like, it's only a few hours, but, like, but you say you're going to go watch Batman forever. You're, you're going to be gone forever. He's like, no, man, it's only like an hour or two. I'm like, no, you just said you're going to watch Batman forever. And I was like pissed off the rest of the day. That's how, that's how fucking stupid I was as a kid. <laughs> Man, don't go watch Batman forever. I want to see There's other movies, like, Dustin. Like, I was so fucking confused. He's like, I'm going to go see Batman forever. I'm like, what? Forever? <laughs> that doesn't make sense, man. God damn oh, it. shit. A Majestic Goose Podcast. Honk.